It doesn't matter what kind of e-commerce brand you're building, you still need a rock-solid way to grow and scale your company like clockwork. Welcome to 7 Figures and Beyond, an e-commerce marketing podcast for D2C brand owners and marketers looking for best practices that include proven strategies and tactics to grow an e-commerce brand to 7 Figures and Beyond. Bringing 18 plus years of marketing experience as an e-commerce brand owner and e-commerce agency owner, please welcome your host, Greg Shuey. Welcome to the Seven Figures and Beyond podcast. This is actually our very first podcast ever. So booyah. Um, I can't promise that this isn't going to be bumpy. I mean, these first few episodes that I'm going to be doing will be solo casts. So they'll probably be around 20 minutes each. Uh, Some could be a little bit shorter. Some could be a little bit longer. But uh, I'm doing this so that I can get the hang of this whole podcasting thing and make sure the sound and the format are good. You know, I don't really want to be a cluster when we start bringing in some heavy hitters in the next month or so. So please bear with me. As an introduction, our podcast, Seven Figures and Beyond, is meant for brand owners and brand marketers to have a place to learn how to get their businesses from zero to seven figures, and then how to get to eight figures and and beyond. So we are going to be very deliberate about who we bring on as guests and what topics we will cover in order to really give you the most valuable information that you can then take and you can execute for your business. So a little bit about me. I'm Greg Shuey. I have been in the digital marketing space now for over 18 years. Uh, I led one of the largest SEO agencies here in Utah for several years, and then I started my agency, which is Stride. We've been building and growing brands for 11 years, and we have seen just about everything out there, honestly. Nothing really surprises me or catches me off guard anymore. I've worked with some of the biggest brands in the world and some of the smallest mom and pop shops. So right now at Stride, our agency helps brands that are doing between one to four million dollars in revenue, put in place a framework and put in place processes and procedures to help them get to eight figures. And we primarily focus on SEO, so search engine optimization, paid media, content, email, and SMS. Personally, I also own two of my own brands. Both of those brands are in the automotive parts space. So what I share myself is going to be real-world, boots-on-the-ground experience, not just theory or maybe other gibberish that other marketers are just putting out there because they don't have direct experience running and growing an e-commerce brand. So in today's solo cast, I actually wanted to spend some time chatting about the state of e-commerce. You know, it's early January 2024. And what is this year going to bring for e-commerce and direct-to-consumer brands? So this is actually one of the most common questions that I get right now, whether it's from clients, whether it's from prospects, connections that I have on LinkedIn that I'm chatting with. They want to know what I think is going to happen in 2024? And you know, that's a loaded question. I don't have a crystal ball. None of us have crystal balls. If we did, 
we wouldn't have to be asking this question every single year. So what we do know is that 2023, it wasn't a great year. You know, we're, we're still coming off of this high that we had during COVID, during the pandemic. And at the tail end of 2022, you know, we started to come down off of that high. And 2023 had us continuing to come down off of that high. Now, was 2023 an awful year? No, but it wasn't a great year, I would say. So if we look at Q4 of 2023... You know, things looked a lot better, I think, than any of us as marketers or brand owners or business owners were actually anticipating. So let's talk about some of those numbers and what those mean to brands like yours. So let's talk about record online spending in Q4. Yes, you heard that right. Q4, we set so many records as consumer product businesses. So in the U.S., online holiday spending, and that is the beginning of the holiday season to the end of the holiday season, spending reached $221.8 billion. That is billion with a B. So that, when we look at against 2022 year over year, that is actually a 4.9% increase over 2022. Again, that's not necessarily a huge number, you know, 4.9%, but it's not awful by any means. So if we look at 2022 over 2021, that was a 3.5 year over year growth record. So we actually set a new e-commerce record in 2023. So I think marketers and brand owners out there can really pat themselves on the back because we set new records and we had a fantastic, you know, Q4 in terms of overall spending. So that's incredibly promising as we go into 2024. So we had a really strong start with Amazon Prime's big deal days. So that started in mid-October and it was really a strong kickoff to the overall holiday season. Probably one of the strongest that we've ever seen. So when we looked at the data, we saw a significant increase in sales, especially in apparel, home, beauty, health, sports, outdoor, and electronic categories. Kind of the big hitters, right? So that's where we saw the most increase in terms of sales with Amazon Prime Big Deal Days. So that was fantastic. So let's look at Cyber Week. So if we look at Cyber Week as a whole, and that time frame spans Thanksgiving through end of day on Cyber Monday, we saw sales totaling $38 billion. Again, that is with a B. That is a 7.8% increase from 2022. If we look at Cyber Monday alone, Cyber Monday set a new record of $12.4 billion in sales. That is the largest online shopping day in history. That's nothing to scoff at, right? That's pretty incredible. 
And I think, um, you know, a lot of the brands that I work with, like they thought that was incredible as well, because they all saw similar growth when they were looking at their 2022 numbers, their year over year numbers. So they're very happy with Cyber Week, specifically Cyber Monday. So we're super stoked about that. Let's talk about mobile shopping. So mobile devices overtook desktops and online sales with smartphones accounting for 51.1% of online sales during the holiday, emphasizing the importance of mobile strategies for online merchants. I don't know how many of you shop on your phones. I hate it. Personally, I literally hate it. I tried to book a flight the other day on JetBlue.com, on the app, I'm sorry, on the app. Halfway through, I ended up coming and jumping on my computer. However, that's all my wife does. You know, she sits on the couch and online shops. She lays in bed at night and online shops. She uses her phone. I don't remember the last time I saw her get on her laptop or our home desktop computer. So this is a real thing. Like, and it's something that brands need to get serious about in 2024. And if you don't, like, that could potentially be an issue, which is what we're going to talk about later on um, in the episode. So I've talked about all of the positives. However, we know that a lot of those positives were driven by a handful of trends that we noticed. So let's talk about those trends and maybe kind of lower the expectations a little bit. So if you sold online all year in 2021, you probably noticed that consumer spending in Q1, Q2, and Q3 was typically lower than what we saw in 2022. So to me, This says that consumers were a little bit more careful of how they spent their money leading up to the holidays. I know I've spoken with friends, family members, countless people who said that they saved all year long in order to have enough funds to provide their family a good Christmas. And that makes sense, right? Like why we had lower spending in Q1, Q2, Q3. So even though we had a record-breaking Q4, For many brands, it was just enough to give their company a small boost in overall revenue and an even smaller boost when we looked at their net income in 2023. So the reason for that, the smaller boost in net income, is what I want to talk about next. So after analyzing hundreds of businesses over the holidays, the thing that I noticed the most is how large the discounts and promotions were during Cyber Week. Honestly, I have never seen the level of discounts that that brands gave their customers ever in the history of Black Fridays and Cyber Mondays. Like it was significant. And I think they did that because, you know, they they were a little scared. They had a really soft Q1, Q2, Q3 and they knew that they needed to generate a mass amount of revenue in Q4 to be able to end up having an okay year. So retailers leaned heavily on promotions to drive sales with record high discounts across major categories like electronics and toys. Those were the two biggest electronics and toys had the heaviest discounts. So these aggressive discounting strategies were crucial in driving consumer spend. However, they did negatively impact the bottom line of so many companies, but it was necessary, right? We had to generate revenue. We had to generate cash for the business. We had to move inventory to be able 
to survive the year and be able to move into 2024. So that is why we saw, you know, a small-ish boost in overall revenue, but a smaller boost in net income in 2023. So it will be interesting to see once we get into Q4 of 2024, what's going to happen in terms of our discounting and our promotion strategies. Um, Another thing that, you know, I, I noticed and that I read up on was there was an increased usage of buy now, pay later options. So these are services like Shopify Pay, Klarna, Afterpay. There are so many of these um, businesses out there. I noticed through my own e-commerce that the percentage of customers using buy now, pay later option actually increased by 34.5% in the month of November. I have never seen numbers that high before. So consumers were relying on options like that to be able to help them have more purchasing power in uh, the month of November, the month of December, so that they could buy gifts and, and things for the holidays. The last numbers I saw for buy now, pay later were around $940 million on Cyber Monday alone. I haven't been able to find any numbers showing all of Cyber Week. I'm sure it's probably, you know, four to five times that number, but 940 million buy now, pay later for Cyber Monday. So that brings up an, another thing. I mean, those buy now, pay later terms, I mean, people are going to be paying for this through the first probably quarter of Q1. So how is that going to affect additional consumer spending as we embark on January, February, March of 2024, it could be problematic for brands because cash is being tied up in trying to pay back those buy now, pay later options. So that is my recap of 2023. Pretty wild, huh? So as we look at 2024, you know, we also have some interesting dynamics at play that are either working for us or working against us. So it's going to be an interesting year. So let's talk about what some of those dynamics are. Well, first, it's an election year. In years past, if we look back at historical data, usually election years are far far more favorable to consumers. Have we seen that yet? No. I mean, we're only a couple of weeks into January. But consumers believe that the economy will start to move in the right direction over the coming months. We also continue to battle inflation and interest rates. At least inflation has slowed quite a bit and interest rates have flattened out. Some are even coming down. It'll be interesting to see how that shakes out over the next few quarters. However, when we look at the numbers, it's still insane how much housing costs, fuel, food, which means consumers will continue spending more of their money on the essentials until we start to see those numbers come down. If we look at consumer confidence, that's actually on the rise. So the last survey that was done in December and the consumer confident index shows that we're just over 110. And this is up from November, which was exactly 101. So for those of you who are not familiar with the consumer confidence index, This is a score that provides an indication of future developments of households' consumption and savings. And that's based on answers regarding their expected financial situation, 
their sentiment about general economic situation and unemployment and capability of being able to save money. So does that mean that everyone is going to start spending more right now? No, but it's definitely an indicator that consumers feel a little relief based on their current financial situation, based on the economy, and they are likely to spend more money. So that is fantastic news for online brands, for retailers, for you know storefronts. That, that's fantastic news for everyone. So we should be excited about that. We'll have to watch that number throughout the year and see how that trends, but we are trending in the right direction. So that is great. So let's talk about AI for a minute. So AI is growing and expanding rapidly. At the beginning of 2023, AI was in its infancy. I mean, we didn't have chat GPT. We didn't have a lot of these tools. Like it has grown so fast over the last six months. It's incredible. AI is enabling brands to adapt more rapidly, which helps in reducing time to market and is acting as a revenue multiplier. And the number of AI tools that are hitting the market every day is truly astonishing to me. Like I can't believe what I am seeing. And I believe that we're going to see a lot more brands doing one of these three things. So one, they're going to be figuring out how to use AI themselves and using it to cut marketing costs and accelerate their growth. So that's the first thing. The second thing I think will happen is that more brands will start hiring someone internally as their AI guru. And they will be using that as a way to cut costs and, again, accelerating their growth. I also think we're going to be seeing more brands hiring agencies who already know how to leverage AI. Coupling this with high-level strategic direction to massively grow their brand. We're already seeing this as an agency. We have brands come to us saying, hey, do you know anything about this tool? Do you have experience using this tool? Can you figure this tool out and use it to help me grow my brand? So we're going to see a lot more of that happening in 2024. I also believe that we're going to see customers who are expecting more brands to personalize their experience and content delivery. Consumers really want that personalized touch. And this trend is really going to be focused on delivering more efficient conversions for brands higher customer loyalty, and greater brand awareness through tailored experiences. I also believe we're going to see some interesting things happen in social commerce, and I think it's going to accelerate faster than any of us can possibly imagine. Brands will need to learn how to leverage platforms like TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest to create unique content that showcases their products, enhancing user engagement, and facilitating purchases. We're already seeing this with the rise of TikTok shops. I mean, over the last couple of months, that has exploded as a channel, and we're going to continue to see this. I also believe more consumers are going to be concerned about environmental issues. Consumers will be seeking out information about the sustainability and the ethical considerations of products and emphasizing transparency inside of these brands of how they are addressing these things. I saw a post on LinkedIn yesterday that said 41% of shoppers would rather do business with eco-friendly brands than not. I feel that number is a little bit high, 
but it's definitely a real thing that needs to be addressed by brands right now. So put that on your roadmap of things that need to be discussed this year. As I mentioned a few years ago, more users are shopping from their phones. So it's going to be critical for brands to lead with mobile first UX versus desktop UX. So the latest study showed that 91% of all consumers use their phone to make online purchases. And it is assumed that 41% of all e-commerce sales in 2024 will be through mobile devices. So if you as a brand can't adapt or don't want to adapt fast enough, you will likely see a hit to your revenue this year. So you need to put that on your roadmap. Other trends that I've seen talked about include the use of hyper-personalized marketing. We touched on that. Conversational commerce with AI chatbots, inclusive sizing and product representation, augmented product information, robotics and warehousing and delivery, not necessarily marketing related, but something that you should be thinking about. Interactive live stream shopping, zero contact retail, and a growing emphasis on sustainability driven branding. So overall, these trends indicate a dynamic and rapidly evolving e-commerce landscape where technology, consumer preference, and innovative business models are driving significant changes across the board. If you plan on growing and building a brand over the coming years, you are definitely going to need to adapt to these trends to remain competitive and meet the evolving demands of consumers. So that's where we're at. Does that scare you? You know, be honest. Are you freaked out a little bit? I mean, I'm not. As a marketer, as an agency owner, as a brand owner, I am definitely not scared. I'm not freaked out. I'm actually incredibly optimistic and excited about these changes that we are seeing now, changes that are coming. I'm excited to see where we end up in 2024. So to wrap up, let me take a minute and hit on all of the dynamics one more time. So first, it's an election year. Typically, the economy is better during an election year, so take advantage of that. Second, inflation and interest rates are holding steady. You should be doubling down right now on your efforts to take advantage when they start to come down. You want to be positioned well when those interest rates and inflation starts to soften a little bit so that when consumers start spending again, you're front and center. You're ready to go. Third, consumer confidence is on the rise, so don't feel down and discouraged. The numbers are telling us that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Fourth, AI gets better and better every single day. So how are you using it to grow your brand? Fifth, customers are expecting brands to personalize their experience. So how are you doing this for your customers right now? If you are not doing this, you need to figure out how to do it right now. Social commerce, or sixth, social commerce is on fire right now, and it will continue to grow. So get in early with TikTok shops and in Pinterest and capitalize on these trends. Seventh, consumers will spend more money with brands that care about the environment. What are you doing to be a sustainable, ethical brand, and how are you communicating that to your customers? How are you positioning yourself? How are you messaging that? And can you make changes to be able to be better positioned? And last, mobile shopping is expected to grow this year. So is your site developed for mobile-first UX, or is it just responsive to any device? Those are some of the things you need to be thinking about. So you've got this. It's 2024. Let's make a plan. Let's take massive action against that plan. Until next time, this is Greg Shuey signing off.